Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody we are scrubbing in it is international women's day, day. i really can't think of anyone who's probably more excited to celebrate today more than you. No, I've been like, when I tell you, I feel like I'm on a high right now. I feel like I'm on a high. I've been reposting and posting everybody's quotes today and just like all these things and just feeling inspired and, and, and this like energy. Yeah, I can feel, I can, I knew, I mean, I, as soon as I saw the hashtag, the first thing I looked, like when I looked at Instagram this morning, I was like, it may, it may as well be Tawny's birthday. <laughs> That's what it feels like, but better than a birthday because it's just like everybody's stories and I don't know, it's just, it's cool. I love it. I mean, it's kind of one of those things, I almost think of a day like today, like a women's national day, I think of it at, or international day, I think of it almost kind of like Valentine's Day where I'm like, it should be celebrated every single day. And I do think we should be celebrating it every day, but it's cool to have a specific day dedicated to the girls. You know what, too? I've been kind of on this curmumble. What is that? Like, um, 
I don't know. I'll explain it, and then you tell me what the right word is. <laughs> Kermumble. Kermumble. Okay. Um, we do all of these things when the women in our lives get married or have a baby, and yet we don't do these things when the women in our lives get a huge promotion or start their own business, and it's just like, I'm over it. What do you mean? You uh, mean like celebrating it? Yeah. We do, though. I mean, I think I mean, if you're surrounding yourself with friends and people who are like your cheerleaders, that's where you, everyone should be. For sure. Yeah. But I think we do, we do not acknowledge when women are like making steps in their career or in their business and things like that. It's like we only celebrate their personal accomplishments. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's I not celebrated saying, yeah. equally. And so I'm here to make a stance. <laughs> that I'm going to start, I want to start celebrating those things in the lives of the women, in the lives of the women around me. Uh, I want to celebrate big career moves and accomplishments. You know, when you buy your home, you best believe we're going to celebrate. Well, I hope so. That was a big freaking deal. Yeah, but think people that don't do that, you know? <laughs> well, I will be celebrating and would love for you to be there. Yeah, like that's a huge, huge accomplishment. I think we couldn't do that as women. I, I don't know. really know how many years ago. I'm not good with numbers. Well, it's, it's shockingly recent that we weren't able to do certain things. And I mean, you have to, you know, we're in this, we're kind of in this interesting generation of like, we are seeing so much progress, but there's still a lot more to be done. Yeah. But I think it's important to celebrate the progress that has been made while looking to continue to move forward. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all about, I love a bridal shower. I love a baby shower. I'm not poo-pooing those things, but I'm just kind of here to say there's more to us than celebrating just those things. Well, I, I'm on the, I get what you're saying. I'm on the same page. I'm more so like, let's celebrate those things and let's celebrate the things that we accomplish outside of traditional um, expectations of, you know, some people don't want to be, some people don't want to have kids. Some people don't want to get married. Totally. And they are doing other things that are equally worth celebration. And sometimes I get what you're saying. They get overlooked because they're not society's expectations of the typical role of a woman. Yeah. So guess what? <laughs> what? You got to be the change. So I'm just going to, I'm really going to make an effort. Like now that I've kind of had this realization, I'm just like, I'm really going to make the effort to do that and celebrate these wins for, for the people in my life that don't involve those things. Great. I'm, I'm so for it. And like somebody was, we were, I was talking just about women and, and cause a friend of mine was telling me, she's like, not sure if she wants to have kids and, or get married to be honest. And I was just like, I think why women got married so young back in the day is because we couldn't buy a home by ourselves. We couldn't have a credit card by ourselves. And so you kind of had to get married mm -hmm. to like live your life. And it's just not the case anymore. So don't settle for somebody when you're 19 or 20, step up to your plate and get your man that you, the one that, that you want and deserve. <laughs> don't settle at any age. And yeah, if, true, you want, if you find your person that young, that's awesome. But don't do it just because you feel like you have to. Right. I also think that, I, I mean, I love, I love women. I'm a girl's girl. I've always been that way. I've always had girlfriends surrounding me and I love men. Like I think men are wonderful and I never want to feel like we're like, these days are like bashing the men. I think it's more of like no, lifting up women and, yeah. um, just encouraging everyone to 
to be celebrated I agree. in every accomplishment, whether it's uh, like business success or personal success, whatever it is. Um, so it's a fun day. Um, we both have our uh, sweatshirts on. Mine says girl power. And mine says alpha female. <laughs> <laughs> but I did you note know, something that I did uh, notice. So I've been doing my Grammy prep and I've been really like honing in on the albums of the year. And again, I, you know, I'm not going to slight any men, so I'm not going to say any, call any names. But just the tradition is every year you listen to every album of the year nominee all the way through. Yeah, top to bottom, just because I want to like get the feel, get the gauge and I've just been noticing that the women that are nominated have not just put on an album, but like really worked for it. You know what I mean? Like Taylor gave us folklore. She gave us the studio sessions where she explains every song like visually. Mm -hmm. She gave us all these playlists to like, like mix and match yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, who was it? like Dua Lipa did this huge studio 54 performance so she could perform the album for the, you know what I mean? Like, all the women go above and beyond. And then there's some men in the category that like, I didn't even know they dropped an album last year because they didn't do anything. Who, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who are the album, Who are the contenders this year? Let me get the list. I don't know fully off the top of my head because there's eight, but. But they're good. I liked your, um, I agree that Rain On Me should have its own just spot there. You know what? It should have been a record of the year nominee <laughs> and it is not. And I am not going down without swinging. <laughs> It really, it was, to me, one of the best pop songs that we've had in a long time. And it felt so long. Like, yeah. I, I'm befuddled. It did get some recognition in, like, the smaller categories, but it should have been record of the year for sure. Okay, album of the year, um, <clears throat> Janae Aiko with her album uh, Chilombo. How was wow. that? What? How was that one? So, like, really great. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I hadn't listened to it, but I really, really, really like it. Black Pumas, Black Pumas, Everyday Life, Coldplay, uh, Jacob Collier. Just don't even know what that album is. Have you heard it? Have you heard it? It's spelled, it's D-J-E-S-S-E, -S -S -E, volume three, but I don't, I think we could butcher it. Did, yeah. did Jesse, Jesse, D-Silent, we don't know. Yeah. I'll get there. It's only Monday. Uh, Women in Music, Part 3, Haim, Future Nostalgia, Dua Lipa, Hollywood's Bleeding, Post Malone, and Folklore, Taylor Swift. All right. Jesse Whoa. is pronounced Jesse, and it's a reference to his initials, J-C. Uh, uh, the D is silent. Uh. Oh, that's interesting. Jesse is the name of this album. Very artistic. Very artistic. Um, but it just, yeah. it just proved to me that, like, the women, they don't, you know, like, they kick it up a notch. They go the extra mile and the extra step because we kind of have to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking that, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of like making steps into equality for women and everything. And, um, but I love being a girl. Like I love being a woman. Me I too. love all the things that come with it. I never feel like, Oh, this is, you know, I, sometimes I'm like, it's not fair that some things are the way they are, but I love everything that comes with, with being a woman and yeah because fun. we make things like, <laughs> like men give us sperm and we make a baby you know like you we get a you guys buy a house but we make it a home oh mm, wow. very good very good yes. we buy groceries yes. we make homemade dinner <laughs> or we order post it's like it can be either way but i do have to say too that like i actually got emotional i was texting becca earlier um just how important your girlfriends are in your life because I, um, I, 
you know, I think it's pretty obvious that I've been experiencing a lot of like pain and hurt the last couple months. And there is a little bit of loneliness that comes with that, but it's, I look at the, like the good friends I have in my life and I like never really felt like I felt those things, but because I had these women in my life that I could lean on, like truly I got through it. And like, honestly, you guys are like lifesavers, like flotation devices, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so true. And not everybody has that. And I think it's so like beautiful and it's really important. And I think if you're listening and, and you don't really have really, really good friends in your life and it's you, let's say you're married and you really just, it's you and your partner. And I think it's so important no matter what stage you're in, in a relationship, whether you're single in a relationship or married to have those people outside of that, that will be there no matter what, mm -hmm. because like, I look at like, it's going to make me emotional, but like, like when I was really, really down, like you're there, you know what I mean? Like you pick me up and you don't judge me. You don't do anything. You're just there. And like, that's so important to have in your life. I mean, that's, I mean, listen, I believe me when I say I feel the same about you. And I always see comments that, you know, if people who identify as a back end, they're like, I just, even people I think who identify as a Tanya are like, where do I find a friend like Tanya? I'm like, listen, she is, she is a, I just saw a quote, uh, a diamond in a pool full of rhinestones. And, oh, wow. <laughs> and honestly, it, it, I'm so with you. Like, I think having a healthy relationship and like being able to rely on your partner is so important. I think that's a huge part of a relationship, but sometimes those things don't work out and the constants in my like the constant relationships in my life have been my friends for as long as I can remember yeah. when everything even with my family like any tr like struggle or time that I've been going through something my friends have been the consistent ones and I think it's so important that we tell them thank you like I know they're it's part of the job of being a best friend but it is important to like acknowledge what we bring to or what they bring to our lives because I'm the same. Like I have had so many times where I'm like, man, I'm so grateful for the people I surround myself with because they are the ones who are my sounding board most of the time. Yeah. I found, I found myself like not like thanking my friends a lot lately. Like I'm like, I know it's been a lot with me <laughs> lately. Um, so thank you for your patience and uh, I love you. I mean, that's the thing though. It's like, what, what are friends for if they're not able to listen? And l sometimes all you need is someone to sit there and listen. Yeah. And sometimes with Tanya, I want to be like, here's my advice. And then I'm like, I think she just needs me to listen on this one. Mm -hmm. And if she asks for my opinion, then I am happy to give it. But I think that comes also, I think with maturity and growing together knowing like when someone just needs you to hear them and listen to what they have to say versus giving your advice or coming across like judgmental because we're all kind of on our own path but I think we're both very lucky very I'm very grateful to have you and all of my same. friends if you I don't know if any of them listen because are they really my friend no, I'm just kidding <laughs> um but I I'm very grateful too yeah I've just been feeling like really overloaded with love and support so i've been trying to give it back you i mean you do you give it back all all the time you sent me 
flowers for just because. Well, not just because, because you've been dealing with a lot lately. So uh, the flowers are the least I can do. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah. So happy International Women's Day to all of our listeners. I mean, y'all are the, I mean, y'all keep this thing going. Yeah, you're, you're the, you're the, the floating the, device for the scrubbing. You're the podcast. orange, you're the pulp to our orange juice. I hate pulp though. <laughs> oh, you do? That's it. the most nutritious and girthiest, delicious part. The texture. No, pulp is right. Pulp's gross. <laughs> Ew. Okay, uh, then uh, you are the retina to our cornea. <laughs> are those both in the eye? Yeah. No, you are the blood to our heart. Okay. You are the pep in our step. They are the life's blood of the podcast. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. I agree with that one. Okay. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your 
your purchase in store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Did you watch the uh, Oprah, Meghan Markle? <laughs> Did you? First of all, I'm super quarantined because of the Grammys, so all I do now is just watching watch Oprah or watching videos of Megan Thee Stallion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Right? <laughs> The priorities. Um, but yeah, it was very, God, a shout out to Oprah because I, there was, there was this warmth and comfort she brings to me that like, I remember being so young, literally elementary and middle school, I think. And I'd come home, get my sna- after school snack and sit on the couch with my mom and watch these like really deep Oprah interviews. And she's, there was something about watching last night where I'm like, She's the best to do it. She's the best. Not only is she like comforting and like not, like she really did go there with a lot of stuff. And I also love that she like, when the, the most shocking thing I think that Megan revealed was um, that there, there was talks about the color of the baby, of Archie's yeah, skin. Yeah. And, and she asked uh, Megan Markle, like who did that come from? And Megan was like, I'm not gonna say, cause it's, you know, I think it'd be too damaging. And then Harry joins and she's like, <laughs> so where did that come from? <laughs> I was like, yes, Oprah. Like, that's what I'm don't, saying. Don't, she don't quit. And she, I like yeah. it. She's all, I heard, I heard you, Megan. I'll respect you. Yeah. But Harry. Harry. <laughs> Same question for you. Because she, I mean, I think her reaction was all of our reactions. And it was just yeah. kind of like shocked and disbelief. And so, yeah, we all wanted answers. We wanted to know. She's being universally praised, it seems like, on social media, how it was just a master class of how to interview somebody. That the techniques she used, the doubling back around, the, the silence to get them to keep talking, it was just perfection. Perfection. I, I just loved that in the perfection of it, that moment of when she found out about the color of the baby skin, she, her reaction was so literally Everyone I felt like out loud watching from their couch said, what? Yeah. With her, like, <laughs> what? Totally. And it was such a genuine, like, she, she wasn't, it was just raw and real, which I love. There were a couple things where, like, you know how they basically were financially cut off from the royal family. And I'm like, what does that entail? Like, do they get, like, what's their salary? Is it monthly? Does mm-hmm. it just go straight in their bank account? How much is it? Does it, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just had so yeah. many questions about that in general. Yeah, maybe we'll like, get a part two with Oprah, and I, we can get the financial well, details. Everyone's clamoring for the Oprah Britney interview, and when that's going to be, because that would oh. be. I mean, if CBS wants to recreate the numbers they got last night, that's the way to go. Yeah, I just I loved that. Um, the I just loved the interview because even though there was so much truth and honesty and vulnerability from Meghan and Harry, there was still respect for their family and. I think respecting, like, even if you don't agree with your family, sometimes, like, airing 
a lot the dirty laundry feels a little it can get so messy and I love that they kept it like this was our experience it's been our experience and they didn't you know what was the word she used Dispar- disparage mm-hmm. anyone's name and I, I don't know I just like that the interview never felt bashy trashy or messy yeah. which sometimes they feel like that in these like mm-hmm. huge press interviews so I'm not gonna lie Prince that. Charles seems like a little bit of a not my kind of dude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not your kind of guy? No, I'm not putting him on the vision board any, anytime soon, you know? I can see that, yeah. Not looking yeah. to attract me a Prince Charles, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was laughing no, today. Sir. I was doing my workout, and I was doing, like, curtsy lunges, and I was like, I wonder if this is how deep she has to curtsy for the queen, because a lot of people were saying, how would you not know that you would have to curtsy for the queen? I'm like, I wouldn't know. I would not know that in private without cameras around that I would have to do that like that. I would be mean as I'd be like, Fergie, come, come teach me. Yeah. I would have no idea. But yeah, it was really great. I loved it. It was really great. Yeah. I can't wait for Oprah's super soul Sunday. I mean, let's <laughs> get, she might be my new interview for the podcast. My dream. dream? I mean, are you kidding? That would be just like, Oh, she just interviews us the whole time totally. <laughs> on her own podcast. Um, I do also have to say, though, I have been feeling like the world is getting back to normal a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I'm really enjoying it. I actually went out to dinner. I took one of my girlfriends who I hadn't seen before the pandemic. And she's a big birthday person. And um, we obviously couldn't celebrate her. She usually has like a big party for it. Mm-hmm. And she obviously didn't this year. So I took her out to dinner. And we're at this restaurant, I don't know like what was running through my blood that night but I got hit on left and right she literally goes I haven't been outside my house in a year I go to dinner with you and it's like Grand Central Station at our <laughs> table like these guys just like kept coming up and like asking to buy us drinks and all like it was so wild I just felt like wow I forgot what it's like to like meet humans and interact with people and in the real world yeah it's so fun like obviously I'm in a relationship so I'm not like looking out to go get hit on but it is so I kind of miss that like that like fine like flirty energy of just feeling like who's gonna buy me the next drink like who's gonna come up maybe you know some days you have it some days you don't but like the mojo feeling I think your mojo was flowing through your veins my mojo was was, like on fire when I left but I mean two of the like I mean one of them I was said like oh the drinks are from me we're good it's her birthday like go away um but one of them was actually really cute and like seemed normal and nice so but your point is that when this is finally over which we seem to be getting in that direction pretty well it's just going to be mojo central everywhere so everybody It's and, like, be... I didn't even, like, my hair was so greasy and gross. Like, no, I didn't... you looked so cute. You looked... I... Yeah, no I... one cares about greasy hair. That is the weirdest thing <laughs> No one's thing like, oh, would... my God, her like, hair looks... I'll never get that. Greasy. <laughs> that you think any guy would have... It would be like, oh, her hair's a little greasy. I'm not going to go talk to her. That's insane. <laughs> I went to go put money in my meter in my car, and then I was, like, walking back to our table, and I made eye contact with this guy, and I was wearing my mask, and he was wearing a mask, so obviously you can't really see, but he said he could see my smile through my mask. Don't like know. that your eyes were smiling? Maybe my yeah, eyes lit up eyes. or yeah, something. For sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we all smile with our eyes. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Here, yeah. watch. I'll cover my face, and you can tell when I smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was cute. I was like, 
All right, girl. Yeah, it's fun. Like, it's nice that there's some going out to eat, even, even though we're outside and stuff, feels so normal. Feels like so much normalcy. So fun. Yeah. And, and this was a big milestone in terms of the pandemic. Today was my daughter's first day at high school. It was very good. She just got home. It was very exciting. I mean, for me, it's exciting. They were all rolling their eyes at me because I think that's a big deal. Yeah. Why isn't this recording anymore? Hold on. Okay, so if you notice a change in audio quality, um, (laughs) I let Becca push the button today. Um, she somehow didn't push it. I'm not sure what happened. I I have no defense because in my mind, I pushed the button and mm-hmm. I saw the numbers turn red, which means it's recording. But unfortunately, Tanya checked the card and there's no recording. So I'm either seeing things or I pressed the wrong button. So I'm so sorry, Mark, I had to interrupt your conversation about the first day of high school. But when I looked down and I saw it said zero, 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 I was just like, I think we need to pause for a moment here. Well, this is why, this is a look behind the scenes. This is why we always roll on Zoom in addition to rolling uh, ourselves so that if there's a technical problem, we have the Zoom audio as a backup. We're really peeling yeah. back the curtain for yes, everybody here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just- so here's the thing. So we wanted to make half of the podcast with exceptional audio quality. And then I wanted y'all to see the difference between <laughs> what it would be like if we if we didn't have the equipment we had. So yeah. I was just really and trying we had to fight for this equipment. You know, we had to fight for this little whatever that thing is. I don't nice. even know what that thing yeah. is. Mm-hmm. We had to really fight for it, you know. Anyways, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> But happy that they get a better quality second half that's of the true. podcast. That's the bright so, side. Yeah, that's well, the bright I'll side. I'll appreciate right. it more now. Wait, I want to know, did your daughter say that everyone was like kind of socially awkward seeing each other for the first time? Well, they're not, though, because they've seen each other on Zoom and the classes are so small because some kids are in the morning and some kids are at night and a lot of kids are being kept home by their parents and blah, blah, blah. So her, like, her theater class today was three people. So, no, it's not terribly, um, it's not like all of a sudden she's thrown in a normal high school environment. It's still very strange, but at least she's in the building now where she wasn't before. And I was making a big deal out of it this morning, and the rest of the family were rolling their eyes at me because I'm the one that gets emotional about all these things. But I think it's a really big deal. I think high school, for better or worse, is something that kind of sticks with you your whole life. You'll always remember high school. You always mention high school. You always think about high school. High school is that big turning point from childhood to adulthood. I think it's a big deal. And they were all rolling their eyes. But I think my daughter started to get it after a while. But anyway, she, she started to see the milestone that it was. I mean, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. I do think like once you get more into senior year, that's really where things take that turn Perhaps. because you're about to go off on your own. But it well, is like, a significant year of high school. is just uh, like, I remember my first day feeling like I was a, goldfish in a new lake with swans and there were like turtles in there and like algae and i was just swimming a little far with the with this analogy (laughs) yeah the analogies are extravagant today (laughs) i was swimming in this new lake and it was just like my eyes a pond pond. i say pond (laughs) um my eyes were just so open and it was just so cool you know like it was such a cool experience freshman it's year. jarring because i remember very clearly that you know 
I was, I, you know, what are you, 14 years old? And you're in school with 18-year-olds. And they are men and women. And they are walking down the hallway right next to you. And they are adults. And that is mm-hmm. just weird. Because mm-hmm. you're like, I was just in elementary school just a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm here with these adults. I'm like intimidated by kids now, like high school kids. I feel if I had to walk through a high school hallway right now, I would be like stressed. Because <laughs> no they're, way. yeah, I, I really do because they're pretty um, intimidating. I'll just say that. I think I was just so naive in high school. You know what I mean? Like, like in a good way, though, like in a positive naive naivete where I just kind of walked around and I'm sure like seniors probably like, you know what I mean? Like there was always that senior freshman kind of rivalry and like the seniors were throwing apples at, you know, freshmen's heads and stuff. at lunch. No, I not. Who was throwing apples? That feels dangerous. It was actually our sophomore year, but yeah, they would, I can get Kelly Peterson actually. Cause <laughs> I talked about this on the morning show and she reached out to me and she was like, OMG, I'll never forget when that happened. So I have receipts. I have people that can speak to this, but I just didn't even like think anything of it. I was just like, Oh, like, okay. Like I didn't even care. Like, I was like, just you like, got hit in the head with an apple and you were just like, no, no, okay. no I didn't get, oh. they didn't target them at me. They were targeting more at my friends. Um, which is still awful. Yeah. Something, of, something about Tanya just bebopping her way through school and getting hit with an apple is like a really funny. <laughs> but like the seniors hated us when we were sophomores. Like they hated our sophomore class. And I just like didn't even, I was just like, oh, like I made friends with one of them. And I was like, oh, maybe like my big sister in high school. And just like, do, 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 do. Like didn't care that there was this rivalry, just like blindly naive. Well, yeah, you had bigger things. You had a synergy club for John Mayer and Shakira. Like you don't have you don't have time to worry about the mindless opinions of seniors. No, I didn't. Like, I just didn't care. <laughs> Did, have you seen John Mayer? You're not on TikTok, huh? Correct. John Mayer's on TikTok. And like within a day, he had already just mastered it. And he is hilarious. Like so strange, but so hilarious. But he sits down and um, has his guitar. And he's like, so here's the intro of Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. You just do like it's this one. And then you just like drag it out oh a little longer. Oh, God, that song. And it starts and he just does it so easily. And then people in the comments are like, wow, man, like you're pretty good. You should consider this as a career. Like, oh, because they don't know who he is. No, no, it's just like a joke. It's so hard to explain TikTok humor to people who don't have TikTok. Like, honestly, between you, Haley, I'll say like these hilarious things from TikTok and it's just like crickets in the eyes. And you know, some people think TikTok's science. funny. Some people think Ted Lasso's funny, and they don't tend to cross yeah, over exactly. very much. That's you know? true. You could be a TikTok person or a Ted Lasso person. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Ted Lasso all the way, all the way. Yeah. But you're also friends, so that's where I get confused by your humor. Oh my gosh, my friend actually sent me. This was probably a TikTok of sorts. I don't know, <laughs> but it was a video of somebody saying, "Would you rather date?" Um, I can't remember what the thing was, but it was like this or that. And it was, would you rather date a serial killer or somebody that watches Friends every night before they go to bed? And I was like, <laughs> I'm offended. Oh, I know. It's like, oh, wow. whoops. Yeah. yeah. It's a great place to be. I'm like, sometimes I, and I wrote back and I was like, sometimes I literally can't watch certain episodes because I'm laughing out loud to myself and I can't fall asleep. <laughs> Mark, I have a question because you mentioned something that struck me. Do you consider yourself a Tanya and your wife is a Becca in a way? Yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Yes. Because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you being emotional about the kids going to school and then her like everyone rolling their eyes feels kind of similar to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
She'd be like, okay, honey. Yeah, and my I'm seeing a lot of Tanya tendencies out of my oldest daughter. She's very excited because, you know, uh, she's a big AJR fan. Mm. Tanya got her a video of AJR saying hello to them, and that was amazing. And their album is coming out in a couple of weeks. And she has already outlined the first four times she's going to listen to the album all the way through and what she's going to be doing each time. And I'll, oh, my God, that is classic Tanya. I used to do that with John Mayer albums. Like, you understand how many, do you understand how many meetings we had about slow dancing in a burning room? Oh, that song, though, is like, uh. it just, it, it not only does things to you, but it makes you see the world through a different lens, you know? I guess it's just, it has such a great melody and like, it's just so beautiful and the guitar, everything about it. But then when you listen to the lyrics oh. and what it's symbolizing, oh. it's just such a beautiful, devastating way of expressing the feelings of a breakup these songs just hit different as an adult because you know (laughs) in my musical synergy club i'm 16 and i'm like oh heartbreak (laughs) like you know and then now it's just like so much more intense you would have really loved driver's license when you were six. Oh, <laughs> that, wow. would have been, that would have been a month's worth of meetings for sure. We so would have had the, they actually sold um, driver's license. Like her merch includes a Kleenex box. And I was like, I would have had the Kleenex box. <laughs> I would have had the T-shirt. I would have. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That I would have been a thing. Yeah. Because like you think about some of these adult songs that we listen to and like really tried to act like they related to our lives where they we had no idea what we were singing about. <laughs> but driver's license, especially in high school. I mean, but even after, you know, the breakup songs are always relatable, unfortunately, throughout your life. But um, in high school, having a song to just like I know. belt in the... It's like White Horse just was... It's so different to me now than it well, was then. Yeah, because you thought you didn't even know it was a breakup song till like a month ago. Truly. <laughs> it's so sad. It's like such an obvious, sad breakup song. And Tanya was trying to relate it to something uh, the, hopeful, I yeah, think. Yeah, the white horse and his shining yeah. armor. And I'm like, oh, this is not it. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. 
I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive. Like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. I don't know if anyone here watches Temptation Island, but we love Mark Wahlberg. Love. And I just have to say that it's probably one of my favorite shows on television, wow. even though it's just... Is it back? Yeah, it's back. It's oh, on season, season yes. three. Oh, wow. What a delight. There's three Didn't episodes. Um, it comes out on Tuesdays, but... I just it's so it's so like it's so messy but it's so beautifully shot and like Mark is just such a comforter because you remember when you were you had that deep conversation we were taking shots in Hawaii like at that bar yes. and Tanya's literally pouring her heart out about how hard dating is and trying to find a guy and he's giving her this great, great advice. advice actually and so I watch him on the show from that lens, you know, of seeing him as someone who's come on our podcast and um, 
uh, one of my favorite things about the show, even though it's so messy and like literally breaks couples up, a lot of times they, I don't think they would break up without something this drastic happening to them. And a lot of times, like the girls especially really find themselves and who they are as individuals, like outside of their relationship that maybe wasn't healthy. And there's this one girl who's with this, how he's portrayed. I mean, I don't want to, yeah, it's not good. He's very manipulative and wants his girl to be like everything he wants her to be and like basically act like an assistant or something. I don't know. And she was feeling so insecure and Mark was just like, She had said, she goes, I looked in the mirror today and I was like, I love that girl. And then she watched the clip of him like that getting a lap dance or something. And she got so insecure again. And Mark was like, hey, like, where's the person that just said that you loved yourself? Like, where is she? And he was so sweet. He makes me feel like warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's a show that's so not warm and fuzzy. But man that show is so good it does make me think like when you say that um i feel i met this girl at a coffee shop the other day like i just went to just get some coffee and she came up to me it's so funny so i had like my mask on and there was this huge butterfly in the coffee shop and so i went to go take a video of the butterfly and she goes i knew it was you when i saw you (laughs) taking a video of the butterfly (laughs) she's like i wasn't sure if it was you because the mask but then once you were taking a video of the butterfly i knew and so she listens to the podcast she listens to the morning show and she watches all the e-shows so i was like you are mvp Um, but, uh, she, it's so funny because, you know, I think with the pandemic, people are a little bit not socially awkward, but I feel like she didn't really want to intrude in my day. And you know me, I was just like, how's it going? What's Mm -hmm. going on? She was telling me about this breakup that she just went through and she's moving and she got this like big, like promotion with work. And I was just like, I think I sat, sat and talked to her for maybe 10, 15 minutes. Um, and was like kind of trying to just like encourage her in this, you know, new season of life and stuff like that. And it was just so funny because you can just tell that we're all just wanting to connect. You know what I mean? I think she was like really taken aback that I was like, pulled us out of the coffee shop and was like, let's go outside and talk. You know? And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I want to hear about like, what's going on girl. I haven't talked to anybody all day. <laughs> She's all human interaction, please. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the e-shows, where can everyone see you on Sunday? Uh, everybody just watch E basically all day on Sunday. Yeah. Because I'm really gearing up for a, for a lengthy day, but I'm so excited for it. She just, during our, uh, audio mishap, she showed me her dresses and let me just say she's coming to play. I mean, golden gloves. I, I don't know how it can be beat, but this could do it. Wow. My only concern with this dress is that it's super tight on my body and I sweat so bad. Like, I'm so scared I'm going to have gnarly sweat. Like, look at this. Gross. It's disgusting. Why would you do it the arm closest to me? Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so I'm really going to have to put some pads in there to absorb the moisture. Um, so fingers crossed but i don't have a yeah fingers crossed for that didn't think about it but the orange was tight and no it was open oh because you have sleeves. sleeves yeah so well that we'll we can well, all look I'll, for pit stains that's fun that's a fun game never forget when my bachelor promo photo the first one of the season that the first season i did had armpit sweat stains and they didn't edit them out it's so cruel (laughs) and like i would not consider myself i don't sweat a ton but like it's normally if i'm nervous like that's the only time i really sweat like that and 
of course it's taking those photos it was like nerve-wracking and they had picked out the shirt which i was like mm, i don't know if that's the one and then they don't even have the decency yeah it's rude rude oh, the, the rude. orange shirt yes sure enough look at that <laughs> Isn't that just cruel? Like they just couldn't cool, do that you for can me. Just edit that. It's an easy edit. It's an easy edit or crop. They yeah. could have right. done. I'm not good at Photoshop, but I bet I could have figured this one out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do have to say that I'm like very passionate about the uh, nominees this year. So, who who are you most passionate about? <laughs> Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah. who else? I mean, Taylor, Megan The Stallion. Oh yeah, because you watch her videos and Oprah. Yeah, it's like you're thing right now yeah so i'm like going hard on megan the stallion and taylor swift you know i just have to say um i'm so happy for megan the Stallion's success because i went to i guess this was two years ago the billboard uh women in music the awards or whatever 2019 yeah you saw taylor's speech in real life yeah no yeah i was in the building oh i remember that yeah um and um Megan the Stallion performed. It was kind of her first, like, you know, I, I hadn't even heard about her before. And she was the last performer and everyone was kind of getting up and like leaving while she was performing. Like everyone was just like not paying attention. And I remember thinking, this is this girl's moment and everyone's just like acting like it's that they're ready to go. So they're just going to leave. So I'm just so when her song went viral on TikTok, I was so happy for her because I was like, good for her because now I've, no one's leaving their seats. You yeah, know what I'm you know, back in 2018, she had just kind of broken out. She was really just the Houston rapper, and she was really kind of like a community girl. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like they were really backing her, and it really wasn't that she broke out and had her commercial success until <laughs> when? What day of what year of what month? Um, I don't know. I think it might have been 2019. I think it was with her with Fever. Um, but then I think Hot Girl Summer was just like the first one that like really kind of took her to a whole nother level. And now she's like writing like New York uh, op-eds and on the cover of Harper's Bazaar. Yeah. And like, it's just crazy. <laughs> I know. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Um, and we've been just chatting. I think we have emails. We do. And uh, we're joined by Easton. And I think, Becca, you owe Easton an apology. Easton, I'm so sorry because I have made a huge mistake today and all i had to do was simply push a button and make sure it was recording and i i leave you guys alone not. for one afternoon and the whole <laughs> thing goes to hell easton the the greatest part about this is that i go in and uh i come in and tanya goes hey easton's not going to be here but you know i'm just kind of nervous and i go tanya we've been doing this for how long like we should be able to figure this out if easton's not here for one day and like I plugged in the thing so we could hear the thing. And then I plugged the thing into the other thing. And then I made sure I said, did you push down the button? It's all Becca needed to do. So today's show is a hybrid. It is half Zoom <laughs> audio and half <laughs> Listen, mic audio. Listen, we addressed it. I'm yeah. here to admit my mistakes. I apologize for the inconvenience. We're just keeping everyone on their toes. I'll make these mics yeah. sound horrible too so they match. It'll be okay. That's It'll fake. be consistent. <laughs> because i told them i was like at least the second half of the podcast will be great audio so we have to yeah. give people what they want yeah uh, but before we get to the emails we have to talk about our awesome sponsor oh my gosh absolutely um well i think we're all going to be wearing masks for a little while and it's important to have the right mask protect yourself and others 
The N95 respirators can provide a big upgrade to your current mask. There are fakes and counterfeit versions, so you want to be sure that you have the approved version. Secure components guarantees 100% authenticity. You know, I was thinking about how spring break is coming up and people might be traveling on an airplane or they might be going into close quarters into a supermarket where they're just can't be six feet apart. And this N95 would be really, really handy. Yeah, Secure Components is a trusted source and provided support PPE needed for frontline workers, and they are now available to the public. So go to securecomponents.com to order masks for you, your friends and family, or your business. Securecomponents.com. Haley says, I'm newly married, but I've been with my husband for six years. We are blessed to be best friends and are happy to get to spend every day together. But even still, I have a hard time believing that he's the one only possible love of my life or only Mm. soulmate. Mm. I agreed with Becca and Easton when they said that their partners are one of their ones. My husband and I have had the same conversation. So my question for you all is, do you think that a big part of making a relationship successful has to do with chance slash fate slash destiny? Or do you think it's more about the choices we make and the work we put into the relationship? Oh. Good question, Haley. Hey, Haley, great email. Well, first of all, I would just like to say I'm glad that you and your husband seem to agree with this as opposed to one of you being like, you're my one and only. And then the other being like, you're one of my ones and only. Right. That's good. That's a good start. Yeah, that'd be rough. And second of all, to answer the question, I think it's kind of a combination. Like, I think when you're with the right person, you want to put in the work and effort and that's the difference because I think if you're not with the right person the work feels very daunting and overwhelming whereas I guess personally speaking like putting the work into the relationship like doing therapy and figuring out how I can be better in the relationship is like I'm willing to do it because I feel confident in our relationship if that makes sense yeah and I I mean I obviously am leaning more towards the fate side of things, but I still think, I think that you find your partner with fate and destiny and like meant to be, but I think every relationship requires work and effort no matter what. Like, even if you find the person that you're meant to be with, I am using the quote hands. I still think it's not going to be just a easy pie road. You know what I mean? I think everybody has easy as pie. Easy. As- yeah. <laughs> I was just, I thought you were going to say like walk in the park, walk but you went park. easy pie road. Um, I don't think any relationship is that. And I think that you have to put in the work. So I think the you destiny and fate is how you find your partner. But I think the work and determination that you is required to keep it going. Hmm. Men. I think, I think those are all valid things. I mean, it's hard to say because I'm, I'm very happy with my wife for nearly 24 years now. And I'm super happy. But maybe there's someone out there that would make me beyond happy. I have no idea. There's no way to like look into your alternate universe and say like, oh my gosh, I'd be whistling Dixie 24 (laughs) seven if I was with that person. So I think the goal is to find somebody who makes you happy and put the work into making it work. I agree with that part of the question. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, I mean, the like... I mean, I've talked about this before on this podcast, but like, uh, just there's a person that matches everything like, you know, 78%, I'd say 80%. You're never going to find someone that's just that perfect hundred percent. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I'm extremely happy with my wife too. And I'd be very sad if, uh, if things didn't, uh, continue that way. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's a, there's this philosophical movie called Terminator two. And in it, they say, (laughs) 
There is no fate, but what we make for ourselves. And that's something I think about mm. a lot. And I think mm. that. I, so true. You know, so I, I, you know, I think that like you can, if you want, if you believe in the idea of fate, that brings you to the right person, but you, that takes, uh, it takes effort on everyone's part to keep it working. And to piggy bank off of what Easton said, piggyback, I think, I think, oh, piggyback. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's important because everybody says, well, it, you know, fate is going to bring me to the person that I'm supposed to be with. And then you just sit on your couch all mm. day and you mm-hmm. don't go outside. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. You have to put work into it. I'm just thinking about all of the conversations that Tanya might have where someone can't, doesn't correct her or like piggyback, piggyback, like I don't think I've ever used that word before. It makes sense when you think about it, right? I don't know. We'll carry pigs that way, right? (laughs) I'm trying to think of how imagining. How it could it's work like piggy, as piggy, piggy bank because like Easton started it with his nugget and I'm going to keep putting more into it. <laughs> you can make it work. <laughs> wow. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> Next email. You didn't even mean to do that. Next email is from Yvonne. I'm a teacher. Got a master's. Worked every weekend while studying. Never had to ask anyone for help. Had it all figured out. Then I got sick. And my reality right now is living in with chronic pain. This makes me unable to work. I'm on Tinder. And the first question everyone asks following how are you is, so what do you do? This gives me a knot in my stomach. I don't know what to say. Somehow it feels like I would be perceived as less attractive and less hardworking if I answer with my current truth. What would you guys say? This is a very interesting, not interesting, but I think this is a very common issue. And I don't mean because I think people are dealing with chronic pain and not working, but I think everybody has some sort of insecurity that they're scared to admit when they're on a dating app or early on, you know what I mean? I think everybody kind of carries that, whatever that thing is. And I'll never forget something that Matthew Hussey told me years ago. And he's like, it's all about how you project it. If you have an insecurity and you say, and I guess it's hard to say over, um, over messaging on Mm -hmm. dating app, but there is a way to not make it seem like it's this awkward, heavy thing. Do you know what I mean? Like make light of it because if you make light of it, then you're not making it awkward. So it's like the example that he gave was sometimes women are insecure about having kids. Mm -hmm. They're scared to tell a man that they have kids. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, if you sit, if you're on the first date and you, you go like this. So Easton, um, you know, I, I have, I have three kids under the age of 10 and you give that face and you're like, Oh, like that. Of course, he's going to take it and be like, oh, like, why is she saying it like that? But if you go, Easton, your eyes are just like my son, Jack's. They're just they just make me so happy. And then Easton's going to say, oh, my gosh, like you have a son. That's so like great. How many other kids do you have? And then the, the conversation isn't what you it's just lighter. Yeah, I think we've had we've talked about this a few times on the podcast of like, everything is how you present it how people react is how you present it Mm -hmm. and I think if you're casually like oh you know what I'm not working right now I'm really focusing on my health but um you know I have you know talk about you had a master's like bring that up where you can that's awesome and say like yeah my master's I've been working but I'm taking a break because I'm you know figuring out my health stuff and then ask them what do you do I don't I personally Mark, it's that movie that you recommended to us. What was it called? The uh, Derek Delgado. Yeah. In and of itself. When he said, talks about how 
um when we're little it's all like what do you want to be when you grow up and then when you grow up it's like well what do you do and that is supposed to determine our worth yeah it defines us it really yeah it defines us and it really that was so eye-opening to me and like how i ask that question in a way that doesn't come across that their answer is going to make or break what i think about them because i think a lot of times we we feel so insecure about that question and i think if we can make people feel valued outside of whatever their answer is to that question i think that's so valuable but i think just like tanya said the way you can say your truth and not be ashamed or insecure you've you've done a lot and taking care of yourself is a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think the answer to that question is I'm a teacher. Cause I think, and just judging from this email, you are a teacher. Like that is you. Right, that's your first sentence. You've been a teacher. You will be a teacher again one day. I, I think that's fine. And he might ask, what do you teach? You know, that stuff. And maybe there's a point in there where you would say, I'm, I'm, I'm currently on medical leave or whatever it is. And that's okay. There's there's nothing wrong with that. But you are a teacher and there's nothing wrong with saying you are, even if you aren't currently actively teaching right now. That's right. I didn't even, I literally don't know how I missed that. It's the first sentence in the email, but yeah, you're a teacher. I agree, Mark. Like Or or you can like really badass it and be like, um, I don't I can't make up what you, you know, like to do, but you can be like, I'm a teacher, I'm a sister, I'm a friend. I'm a uh, activist. <laughs> I am a volunteer. I, might, I am yeah. a tennis player. That's what I would do. Depending I'm a on savage. the guy that might. Yeah. I'm, a <laughs> yeah. I'm classy. I'm bougie and I'm ratchet. <laughs> That's what you should say. Yeah. You should say I'm a teacher and also it's quote the lyrics of Megan the Stallion. Totally. Meg the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Not yeah. the. Oh, wow. Hey, one more issue that uh, Ashley Numerdor turned me on to in the Facebook group. Real quick, this girl Callie posted about this, and, there, and your response would be interesting. It's a longer email. I'll sum it up this way. Uh, Kaylee's not religious. Her boyfriend and his family are, and her, and her boyfriend's mom, they were at dinner, and the mom asked her to do the Stations of the Cross. And Kaylee didn't want to do the Stations of the Cross because she doesn't. this is not a meaningful gesture in her world. And so she didn't. And so now there's a thing. Now there's a big issue going on with this other family. Even though two and a half years she's been with this guy and had dinner with this family and she's never been asked to do that before. They say grace. She sits there silently. It's fine. But she just doesn't do the motions of the cross. Now the mom is making an issue out of it. What can she say to the mom that will diffuse the situation? This is so I know. This I do <laughs> Uh, do we really like this guy? Does she really like this guy? He does seem <laughs> to, years. although I, he seems to be kind of siding with mom. He's kind of taking the, you know what, just do it. It's fine. It's no big deal. You don't have to mean anything. Just make your hands do the thing and then it'll be over. See, I... From, He's such a dude, by the way. Yeah. yeah I would... I honestly would say I respect your religion and I, you know, sit there and I love your family and I respect your family. It's not my choice to practice that religion. And because I know what that means to you as that, that is your faith and a symbol of your faith. I don't want to do it because it doesn't have the same meaning to me. And that to me feels more disrespectful than me not doing it. Yeah. But I mean, I also think there's something to be said about, you know, I dated somebody that was Jewish and I am not Jewish and I was doing some traditional Jewish things that, I'd never done before. And I, I thought it was cool to do them and learn and listen. And even though I'm not Jewish, it didn't feel wrong. 
you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel disrespectful. It felt actually quite beautiful. So I would, I don't know why she was so kind of, um, befuddled. It's not opposed. the word. Opposed. Kermummel, I believe is the word you used Kermummel. earlier. Kermummel. I don't Kermummel. know why you were so kermummel about it because <laughs> just as somebody like as a Christian, you know, I, I did do some traditional Jewish things and I happily, and I thought it was kind of awesome. But that was your decision. Right. It wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't saying I, you need to do this or I want you to do this or put pressure on you. It was your decision to do that. Right. Right. But I, I guess what we really didn't gather is if, was she just being pressured to do it? Yeah. Or? I mean, that's the bigger issue is why is mom making this an issue now? Why two and a yeah. half years in, is this so important to her all of a sudden? I think that's, right. a, there's a bigger issue there that maybe we need to figure Hone out. In on. Yes. And Listen. the boyfriend's got to help with that. here's the thing I I talked to my therapist about this because uh, she was saying um, like 95P and I don't have the same like faith or belief like we both respect each other and what we believe but it's I've had to because I have always had this mentality of like I can be an example um, for someone to change and that's not how it is in a relationship like if 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 95p comes to the decision and that's that's the path that they want to take then that's totally fine but I never want it to be because I pressured that decision and my therapist was say was saying it's okay to want, especially when it comes to faith and stuff. Like she was saying, it's okay to want someone to change. Like that's not a bad thing. And I think there's a lot of pressure on, or people feel like they're guilty for wanting someone to change. And I've always felt like that. But, um, she was saying like, it's normal for you to want your partner to, to experience something that's so good in your life. Mm -hmm. As long as you can accept that you're not responsible for changing them and that it has to be their decision. And so, you know, Becca really is hunkering down on a very strong point, which is pressure. People crumble under pressure. And I think that sometimes we do it without even realizing how much we're doing it. And I think I've been realizing that a lot in my life because of the way that I am just in general, I'm a planner. So I like to plan things and I like to, you know, look a big picture and I'm realizing that I need to strip that back and really live day by day because I'm putting, I was putting pressure on myself and other people for things that were so far down the line Mm -hmm. that it's like, how do I even know if I want that with you in six months? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think pressure is such a huge thing to kind of really focus on your life and in what ways you're putting pressure on yourself and what ways you're putting pressure on other people in your life. And like really focus on that because that is such a, like such a thing that I don't think a lot of us even realize that is affecting our lives. I also feel like, you know, a lot of in-laws or like parents of the guy or girl that you're dating have opinions on you. And like, you might have different beliefs or grew up differently. And I, I would hope that her boyfriend would have a conversation with his mom and say, hey, Kaylee does not um, have the same beliefs. I've been dating her for two years. Like, you know this about her. And I, I, I want her to feel comfortable coming into our home without feeling like she has to practice what we do. Because or pretend that to be ulti- something she's not. Right. Or pretend yeah. to be something. That's what I'm saying. Like, what does it benefit them if she's doing the motions, but that's not... Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing to me with religion, the problem to me a lot of the times is that people 
followed the rules and do the signals and announce it to everybody, but how they live doesn't match what they're doing. And so to me, she's asking her to do the things that's not how she's living her lifestyle. Right. It's, not like it's, Kay- it's not like Kaylee's like stepping outside and crossing her hands and no. like not participating until she's it's over. She's being respectful to them and like entering their home, knowing what they believe and being respectful of it. But I don't think that means that she should be forced to do something she's not comfortable doing. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with but that. I think advice, that but... I think we've given guidance in our own special way. Okay. Yeah, that's hard. Mm-hmm. I feel. I mean, that's the hard. Force be with you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I wow. really hope her boyfriend can like. I know stand you up know it's her. deep when I make a Star Wars analogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easton <laughs> just like floated I... out of the seat. <laughs> I need a cigarette after that one. Wow. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, on that note, um, happy International Women's Day. We love all of you. We're so grateful for you. I hope that you take today and every day, really, to celebrate the incredible women in your life. Same. The ones... Keep going. The ones who are breaking boundaries, who have already broken boundaries, who are pushing the envelope, doing it all. Breaking the glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. Um. The other day I was looking at my Instagram insights and I noticed that my audience on Instagram is 97% female. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why it brought me so much joy. Like For I sure. love men and that shout rules. out to all the men that listen. We love you. But I just, I don't know why I carried so much pride in that. <laughs> yeah. That's something to be proud of. Um, yeah. We love you all. And I can't, oh, we have a very fun guest next week we haven't had a guest in a while but i'm very excited about it about him it's a great guest very uh, next week's just going to be an embarrassment of riches well because gray's anatomy is this week oh that's right it's back on thursday wow we made it and we'll be post grammys oh my gosh monday's gonna be my boudoir photo shoot oh my god i mean (laughs) that's that day isn't it yeah it's march are you ready for it Mm -hmm. you're not I just forgot, but wow, here we are. See, I told you it's going to be here before you know <laughs> it. Did I not you. say that? You did say that. Thank who, you. Can we say who the guest is next week, or is it a big surprise? No, I don't no, think I it's think a surprise. We should, yeah. We're having Anthony Hill, who was on our Valentine's Day show, but we're getting him as a full guest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited to talk. We were so like giddy giddy little girls when we talked to him he was so fun so fun so luckily he's gonna come back on it'll be post gray's premiere he's a man of his word he said he'd come back and that's right that's right he's back baby a lot of a lot of them have held up their word yeah i agree um all right we will be back next week with a lot to talk about and we'll see you then love you bye i might be in my lingerie for next week's episode (laughs) oh we have a guest never mind (laughs) oh wow you're gonna be blowing him kisses again in your lingerie tv t or no uh to be to be tbd wow okay on that note we're going all right goodbye love you all now you just hit stop okay
presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.